Welcome to Stories of COVID, the interview project that explores what it's like to experience a global pandemic. I never thought I would see this in my lifetime. It is scary and it's very real, but it's not hopeless. As I said, I changed three planes. None of them were wearing any gloves or masks. I've never seen so much support for freelancers or artists in the in the media um, as I have now. They both laid me off from just the advent of the, the outbreak. I'm anthropologist and author Veronica Kieran, and I am building an interview archive of stories and anecdotes that define this time in history to write a book preserving this experience for future generations. If you'd like to help preserve this moment in history for future generations, check out the show notes to sign up for an interview. Erica Abe lives in Brasilia, Brazil. She is a journalist and digital strategist. In this episode, she describes her dismay at her government's reaction to the pandemic and how she and her family are getting along despite their fears. I'm a journalist, but uh, nowadays I work with uh, digital strategy for um, social medias and sites and web stuff. Over here in Brasilia, I, I always lived here. I've never moved and in this house. On my team at my job, we have a guy that went to Yuan in China uh, last October. And when uh, we saw the news on the TV, he said, oh, I was there, I was in this city. And we were like, oh my God, but uh, it was on October. And since then, we didn't uh, think that uh, we had, we had uh, cases in Brazil yet, you know, because in Brazil, we started finding the first people uh, in February, March, I think it, it, February 26th, to be exactly. If he was there in October, there was no problem, we thought at first. But nowadays we know that it's not really like this. Um, I think that it was in January, five, the last days of January. When I first heard about it, I was pregnant and I was like, okay, uh, it's something on the other side of the world. You know, maybe it comes here, it comes here, but uh, I don't think it's going to be a big issue. Like uh, we heard about the H1N1 virus and everybody said that it was going to be a big issue over here in Brazil and it was not. So my first uh, thought was, okay, it's, like, it's going to be like H1N1 and it's like the media pushing up something that it's not very, very big like that. And nowadays it's everything very different because uh, my son is born. We ha uh, he has two months and a half. I have another kid for of four years. I stopped to work in March because my the company where I work said that the pregnancy girls, yeah, the pregnants uh, should go home earlier. So I started a work in home office. Uh, on March 23, I think. And my son was born in May. So I, I took some 
uh, some time working ho at home, uh, at home office, and my husband started working home office also. His boss said that uh, the husband of a pregnant woman is also a risk group. We became in a very comfortable situation because we are here isolated. I live in a part of the city that is uh, it's not in downtown, you know, it's a little bit far. So, uh, and I live in a house, which means that I have space and I have a backyard over, like right now I'm in the middle of the street uh, of my house, the, of the street there where I live and there's no one over here because I have some uh, neighbors, but they are at home. And we actually, we, we, every day we meet here at the beginning of the night to talk uh, like each one in, in the front of each house, you know, very, very distant from each other to be safe. Every night, like 5, 6 p.m., we come uh, outside and they have kids also and the kids uh, go riding bikes together, you know, like uh, with a distance, of course but at least we see each other and we can talk with different people. <laughs> and it's like, uh, it's been four months since I'm home. So uh, I'm a little bit tired of being home. I miss you know, seeing people. And when my kid was born, we, we were like, oh my God. Uh, and what about my parents? They can come here and see the grandson or not. And we finally decided that he, they could come because they were isolated in this in their house also but it's a risk you know you never know i have a, a maid here okay to help me with the clothes and the food and everything and she got the covid 19 and then she had to go home and stay like three weeks and she's fine she's working here thanks god Everything is okay, but it was like, oh my God, and what now? You know, it's really close from us, uh, this disease, you know. And uh, as you can see in the news, the Brazilian government, it's not doing it well. It's not to dealing with it uh, in a very nice way. We can take, we have to take care of our own selves, you know, because there is not, not a government looking for us. We do have to, to read and be informed of what are the risks and uh, decide from our, ourselves, you know, to be safe. Right now, the local government uh, authorized almost everything to open, like uh, restaurants and everything, but not the schools. The school should uh, should uh, have opened today, but the justice said that we need 10 more days to explain it well. But uh, I don't think I'm going to send my kids to school until we have a vaccine. Because uh, like she's four years old, you know, she cannot take care of herself. And what's going to happen if the teacher gets positive? or uh, for any other kid in the class, you know, how are we going to take care of each other? And I have a, a really new baby, like two months old. You know, it's hard to think about it. And the local government did something here. I don't know if it was 
done in other places, but people like uh, my maid who weren't um, in a very bad situation, they sent home and they would, uh, kept calling her like 10, 12 times in a day. Are you okay? Are you okay? How are you feeling? How are you feeling? And if you're uh, feeling bad, please call like 911, but it's not 911 in Brazil, it's another number, but you got it. <laughs> and and then go to the hospital. And the, that's why the hospitals aren't full, you know, because people are at home. And some, some people um, prefer not to go to the hospital because maybe you are not with COVID, you are with another thing. And then you go there and get COVID. Like uh, the birth of my children, of my child, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to the hospital or not, what I'm gonna do? And I was very afraid of going to a hospital, even to a hospital of uh, maternity that just have uh, babies. There's not a hospital for everything. But uh, my kid was a little bit in a hurry and I didn't have time to leave my house. <laughs> So he was born here at home. It was nice thinking about the COVID thing, you know, but uh, at the moment, of course, I was afraid. <laughs> In all ways you can think about it, it affected my work because uh, we, like I, I work with a, a digital issue and we are used to make video conference and everything, but not the whole day. And it's, uh, we got, you got really tired to be the whole day in the video conference, you know? And to manage a, a team, it's hard for the, the manager, <laughs> you know, because you have to keep calling people. And uh, if you see people, it's easier, I think, but that's okay. I think that's not a big problem. And the personal life, of course, uh, with all these, and on some other aspects like I, I, I started to make a supermarket, you know, uh, with uh, the, the app, the cell phone app, and everything like drugstore and food. Uh, like, I mean, I use it to buy some things, but not all, you know? <laughs> like, I, I, I bought my, my baby towels you know, <laughs> by, with the internet. It's something that sometimes you have to look, to, to uh, peek and see the, see how the fabric, you know, how it's made and everything. And I had to make it all for, with the internet. And some things I like it and some things I didn't. I was like, oh, okay, I wouldn't buy this if I saw it first, if I, I haven't seen it first. For the good and for the bad. The good is that we can see people and make contacts and, you know, get things, buy things and everything and work and all this stuff. But um, we get tired of being the whole day with in a computer. And even my kid, we didn't uh, have the routine with TV with her. She saw like uh, one hour on Sunday or Saturday before the pandemic but now it's impossible it's like uh, two three hours in the morning because i have to do stuff 
and or I had to work or I had I have to take care of the other baby or just rest and I have to put her on the TV because it's like a four-year girl she's not uh, an adult you know so and and of course she gets um, more ex and the whole thing with the exposure with, of, with the TV you know and then uh, w when I started notice that she was too excited too much excited uh, beyond the what he wanted we started changing the what she was seeing the program uh, instead of cartoon I started to to put to her uh, those programs like National Geographic with the lion walking on the forest and the, the fishes, you know, in the sea, because the rhythm is uh, slower, you know. And then she didn't get got so excited, you know, because well, with the cartoon, it's a lot of colors and a lot of, uh, you know things too much information and she was like oh my god oh my god i'm not i'm not sure how to do with this and then we changed the program i think that it's spending so much time with my kid because uh I, I sent her to school when she was five months since i'm not going to send her to school this year because we don't have a vaccine until like february uh, we had never spent so much time together, so many time together, like since March, we're just, we're close <laughs> 24 hours a day. And it's great, you know, sometimes of course I get tired, but it's great because I can uh, really, really um, see how she develops, how she deal with things, you know, I think that's the best part and it's something that just the pandemic could have done because I've, I've, I have always worked very much and she was in the school the whole day so we didn't have this kind of contact only on weekends so that's a good thing a really really good thing thank you for listening subscribe so that you don't miss an interview I interview multiple people a week and I am releasing these episodes as fast as I can. And if this story meant something to you, share it because it will probably mean something to someone else. Every time you share the project, it helps the project grow. So thank you. Until next time, stay safe, stay well.